Welcome back to another episode of Disc Read Error, a podcast where every week we dive into the extensive and fascinating library of the greatest selling video game console of all time, the PlayStation 2. I'm Derek Kicker. I'm Optimus Prime. And this week we're playing Transformers. <laughs> Oh, Transformers, Transformers, Transformers. Yes. So up front, this is not a Transformers game based on the movie. No. So it's based on Transformers Armada, which was an early 2000s restart of the Transformers cartoon. Okay. Yeah, not the Shia LaBeouf Oof. vehicle. I originally thought that this was based on like the original 80s cartoon. As did I, actually. So the whole time I was playing it, I was thinking how funny it would be to have Orson Welles. <laughs> Spoiler alert, the last boss in the game is Unicron. Yes. And it, I just, it'd be hilarious thinking that it's Orson Welles, but it's like you know, close to death Orson Welles yeah. when he was doing that drunk champagne ah, the French champagne. Uh-huh. Just use clips from that. That would have been amazing. Uh-huh. The French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson. Inspired by that same French excellence, it's fermented in the bottle and like the best French Champagne, it's vintage dated. So Cornassons, which is the funniest, yes, fucking thing I have ever seen. God damn, what a legend! Yeah, especially for that. Like you know, the third man, Citizen Kane, blah blah blah. Give me Transformers movie and drunk champagne. Uh, oh my god, Paul Masson. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Okay, so back to Transformers. Like the cartoon, it is named after. There's more than meets the eye. Oh, indeed there is. There's actually not, but that no. I had to slip that in there. No, it's the same. So this game came out on May 11th, 2004. Okay. So same year as Killzone. Wow, okay. And it was published by Atari. So mm. <laughs> like Godzilla Save the Earth, there's some interesting Atari logo stuff happening. Like, like the opening cutscene has an Atari logo yes. transform into an uh, Autobots logo. It does. Which is funny. They just couldn't help themselves, huh? Oh my God. Like, they just. Especially considering this is like, what, 25 years after relevance? Oh my God. They're huffing their own farts. Yeah. I mean, 25 years is being generous. Well, I'm counting like that kind of almost comeback with like the Atari Lynx, my favorite console. And the, ja- and the Jaguar. My second favorite console. But like, this is still, this is 10, 15 years after that. So, but they're still like, hey man, we're Atari. We're the big dick. We're swinging our big dick around here. Yeah. Like, oh, look at, look at us. Remember us? The video game company. Oh, for the fuck's sake. But it was developed by Atari Melbourne House in Australia. Mate. M- uh, might. They're now called, uh, I guess they're called Chrome Studios now. 
but they're originally called Beam Software. Okay. They are an Australian developer. They've been doing this for a long time, since the 80s. So they were Beam Software up until 1999. Oh, wow. And most of their history is PC stuff. And then if you go back far enough, you get like TRS-80, ZX Spectrum. So they're OG. Yeah, Commodore 64, okay. stuff like that. I think they've been closely affiliated with like Atari competitors. <laughs> Interesting. So it's funny that they would end up, you know, doing this game for Atari. Right. And then uh, once they got, I guess, uh, maybe absorbed by Atari, mm. they uh, did Looney Tunes Space Race for the Dreamcast. Okay. They did Men in Black 2, uh, Alien Escape for the PlayStation 2. Sure. And a couple racing games as well. Uh, they did those for Info Infogrames. I remember them. Why do I remember them? Yeah. And then uh, for Atari, they did Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, Oof. which is a bad game. Oh, I can imagine. They did Transformers, which is a less bad game. And then they did Chess Drive Unlimited, and now they uh, are no longer. They went under in 2010. Couldn't make it work. So let's get into, uh, I guess, the story. Okay. Yeah, it's based on that Armada kind of thing. And the one, one of the major the major plot point of this is that Decepticons have abducted or stolen. It's it's very not clear. No. Um, but they have uh absconded with mini cons, which is something that I had never fucking heard of before. I had never fucking heard of that in my fucking life. Yeah, absolutely not. As always, they are fighting for control of Cybertron. Sure. And they're they're doing they're doing transformer shit. Sure, they're you know they're doing it. And I mean, obviously, the story doesn't really matter in this game. No, I I wouldn't say it is particularly engaging. But uh, I will say that near the end of this game, when Unicron arrives on Cybertron and starts destroying Cybertron because Unicron is a planet himself. Yes. That's kind of interesting. And I would say that that's the best looking part of this game too yeah. at the end. Yeah, no, the end is is leaps and bounds above the be the rest of it. How this game works is you there's a central hub. And I actually think that like it's kind of interesting the way they did this. It kind of reminded me of like SSX. Like even like the menu kind of like look has like that kind of vibe. Mm. You're in the central hub where you pick your Autobot, and this is what I think is one of the weakest fucking parts of the game, is you can only pick three, between three Autobots, and you can't unlock more. No. Well, there are not more to unlock. And it's not even like you think, oh, Optimus Prime, and like maybe like Grimhook, or like Grimlock. Bumblebee. Grimlock. Why, what is it? Grimlock. Grimlock. Hey, man. So it's not even like... <laughs> or Bumblebee or yeah. uh, the the one that smokes a, a cigar and has guns. Load out, load on. Load on. Lo no loads refused, no. whatever. Smokes a cigar. What are you talking about? I've, <laughs> I, I, I was born in 1989, so I didn't really watch a lot of the okay. cartoon. 
Okay. But I have seen all of the Shia LaBeouf movies, and especially the better one, which is the Mark Wahlberg one, where they crash land into a Bud Light truck, and he crushes a Bud Light and yells at a pedestrian. Sure, why wouldn't you? Which is, yeah. Bumblebee would have been good. Ironhide would have been good. He's a classic. That's the one. Ironhide. Ironhide. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't smoke a cigar. He smokes a cigar in the movie, but it's like a shell. It's like a shell from a bullet. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. If you're going to go by the movies. But yeah, any, but you have Prime. I, I forgotten. The other two were like fucking D list. Like, I don't even remember their fucking names because no one would pick them. No one knows their fucking names. Yeah. But instead, we get Optimus Prime, Red Alert, and Hot Shot. Two Transformers that I don't know. I'd never no. fucking heard of them Mm-mm. at all. And I cannot and refuse to remember the name of the Minicons. But after the first level, the Minicons join you on your missions, and you can do little things where you link to them. And they uh, make you gooder at fighting. Yeah, I guess. And then when you fight Unicron, they all join you and you are really gooder at fighting. It's quite a sight. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, basically, you're in the central hub and you pick your Transformer. You pick Optimus Prime. I mean. Yeah, you pick. Yeah, basically. Unless you want to go faster in car mode because he goes like three miles an hour in car mode. That's true because he's a big truck. And then you pick your loadout. Like a Call of Duty type type deal, right? Where uh, mini cons that you have collected throughout the game, which is literally all this game is, is collecting yes. these mini cons up until your, the last level. That's your goal. Yeah, each mini con you collect gives you a new skill, like homing missiles or a shield or a road flare, um, or you know, you call AAA with one of them. Yeah, and auto starter for the winter. I mean, there's a lot of yeah, good mini cons. Yeah. yeah. So- <laughs> Heated seats, a a heated seat mini con. Yeah. And you pick your loadout in the beginning, and then you drop into a drop zone, which is a semi-open world map where you fight Decepticons. Not really. You fight, like, their henchmen, which I don't understand. And you find mini cons and data cons. And data cons are, like, little Easter eggs uh, from, like, the cartoon, like, concept art. Yeah. And 80s PSAs and shit like that. This game is a collectathon. This game is a third-person shooter collectathon. Like before, like Destiny and all those games where it's just a loot loop. I hate that phrase, but it's just you play to a loot loop, a loot loop, where you play to collect shit, to play better, to collect more shit. There's never a goal. This, I think, this is the first example I've ever come like the earliest example I've ever come across. Yeah, it's very. I mean. And it's all, and you can equip them on any of them, so it's not like there's even unique ones no. to one, whatever Autobot you pick. And most of them are, you know, either offensive or defensive, but some of them affect your mobility. You know, uh, Optimus Prime can fly with one of them. I mean, he can fly, kind of. Jump. This, this, this game commits a cardinal sin of, like, early 2000s PlayStation 2 games. Where instead of trying to make some sort of like realistic looking physics engine, mm-hmm. uh, this has ragdoll physics, oh, which yeah. is fucking hilarious with a giant robot. For a 14 ton fucking uh, uh, transforming uh, big rig. Yeah, it's very funny to be flying as Optimus Prime and hitting like the ground and then he flails 
and his arms go sideways. Yeah. <laughs> or when you die, you go like flying. It's very funny. It's very fucking funny. But I would say the gameplay on that, like I've played a few Transformers games. Like I've played a couple of the ones based on the movies and they're not good. No, they're not. I've played Fall of Cybertron. And I think that one is actually kind of good. It's a good game. And I would say that this game is like in the middle. It plays well. Like, honestly, like I was surprised. It's not awful. No, it's not. It's missing a lot. It's a, you could say it's a good first draft. It just feels like if they had spent more time, like figuring out what the game was. The ca- I would say the camera control works really well. Mm-hmm. It's a dual joystick kind of thing, you know? You get one, the right stick controls the camera, left stick controls you. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't feel bad. And the combat doesn't feel bad. It's just kind of boring. It's very fucking boring. And repetitive. And every level is kind of like the same thing. So, like, the first level, and I have a lot of issues with the first level. <laughs> the first level is the Amazon. Sure. And you're dropped into the Amazon, and you go through, like, a quick tutorial-like level. And I do appreciate a truncated tutorial for a game like this. Yeah. But qu- very quickly, you learn in the tutorial one of the worst parts about the gameplay of this game, which is the buttons that they decided to use for the controls. Mm-hmm. If you make L1 your jump button, you should be put in prison. Mm-hmm. Well, you should go to jail. FPS bumper jumper players would uh would take offense to what you just said. I uh, well, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if this was a first person shooter, maybe that'd be different. Yeah. Where I don't have to like, you know, I I don't know. I they it, this is nope no having L one because L one also is a mini con button. All four bumper buttons are mini con buttons in this game. That's true. So R1 is your primary weapon. R2 is whatever you put in there, whatever loadout you put in there. It's some sort of missile. Could be flashbangs. Could be a bunch of shit. And then on the left could be your mobility or your defense ones. And it fucking kind of sucks. Sure. And then triangle turns you into your car. How many times did you use that? Turn into the car? Yeah. I did it like twice. Okay. So... Turning into the like the car thing is my favorite part of this game because I will say that the most satisfying part of this game mm-hmm. is a blowing through enemies as a truck, yes. which somehow kills them way One shot. Than it's like them. one shot. And then rolling up to a group of enemies and like as like the truck leaves the ground, transforming back into Optimus Prime feels incredible. Yeah, I feel like they spent. 20% of their development time on that, what you just mentioned, alone. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the most satisfying part of the game is to whip out from truck into robot form and just lay waste to a group of enemies. Yeah, 100%. That is the best part of the game. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what's not good in this game, and it's like the normal skirmishes with like the henchmen because they're not particularly interesting like the graphics are a little rough on them so it's like hard to even like distinguish like the differences between some of them and i mean most of all i guess you don't have to fight them no you don't you do not have to the only thing you are required to fight per level is the boss yes that is it you can just drive past all of them pick up the mini cons pick up the data cons and just drive until you get to the boss Mm -hmm. and then you fight the boss and the boss fights are not particularly difficult or creative. I will say I did like the Starscream fight. 
yeah, in yeah. Uh, Antarctica or Alaska. Antarctica. Little, yeah, Antarctica. Antarctica, yeah. I did like that fight. And that might be just because I like Starscream. Like, Starscream is probably my favorite Transformer. He's the best Transformer, so. Yeah. And he has, he has the best name of any Transformer. Yeah, Starscream 100%. is such, such a good name. And that's how it goes. And there's a few levels. I will say what's one thing that is kind of cool about this game is that you go through some of these levels and you see things that you can't figure out how to get to, mm-hmm. right? And then you'll go to the next level and you'll get something that enhances your mobility, a mini con that enhances your mobility. And you can go back to the previous drop zone and now use that to, it's kind of like, the Lego games. Yeah, well, it's like Metroidvania. Okay. Like, it's a Metroidvania. Okay. Like, this game is not a Metroidvania type of game. No. But that's, like, a key tenet of Metroidvania games is going, you know, seeing things you can't access. Then later on, you find the thing that helps you access them, and you backtrack. It's classic. Like, that's a key tenet of Metroidvania games, and this game kind of has that. Yeah, I think so. Would I say that this game is a Metroidvania? Not, not at all. No. But it is kind of an interesting little thing. The problem is, is that the objectives for this game are not varied enough. It's just collect the mini cons, get to the boss, boom, you're done. Kill the boss until the last level. I will say that this game is a is a, is great at being a casual kind of game. Mm-hmm. Like you could hop on and you know do one level, find a couple mini cons, and then be done. Like you don't have to play this game straight through. Just jump jump in there, blast some Decepticon creeps. That's Ironhide right there. Yeah, I like Decepticreeps. Decepticreeps. Oh, that was fucking smooth. The He's the best. Your days are numbered now, Decepticreeps. But yeah, so, I mean, that that's, I would say that's a plus for this game. This game controls all right, is, Not awful. you know, very easy to hop into. Mm-hmm. And I would say it doesn't look awful. It looks like it was... It looks like it's like an early 2000s game. Yeah, it, it just has that style. You know, people, because of the, you know, the, I guess, difficulty of programming for this console, there is a PlayStation 2 look, and this is just that. Yeah. So the first level is the Amazon, then you go to Antarctica, then there's one in the uh, Atlantic Ocean, and then you head to Alaska, and you fight Tidal Wave, then there's like an island, and then... Unicron is back on Cybertron. So you take a warp tunnel to Cybertron. Of course you do. And that, I, I'm conflicted because I think it's the best, it's definitely the best looking part of the game. Agreed. But it's also like one of the hardest to control parts of the game. Yeah. Because it's like a zero gravity kind of thing and you're flying as Optimus Prime. And I think you can do some kind of cool stuff as far as like some Ender's Game shit, you know, where it's like the door is up and like you don't, there's no, you know, you're upside down, but it doesn't look like you're upside down. Like it, okay, you, yeah. it plays, yeah, it plays some like cool kind of stuff with like the gravity of it. Uh, the boss fight is stupid easy. Yeah. Like absolutely just fly in the hole and shoot the target. That's and it. then. He, and then he'll spit you out, and then you fly in the hole again, and then you shoot the target. And you do that enough times, and he regains all his health, and then you do it a few more times, and then you win the game. And then goes to, I mean, we got to make this a segment or something, because then it goes into 
one of the most insane credits songs <laughs> I've heard in a game. Insane. Insane. The party's just started. <laughs> And then you're done. And, that's and then you'll never play this game again. And again, I won't. No. I'll never play this game again. No, I I don't believe I will. <laughs> I want, I'm going to talk about a few things that, as someone who grew up with the Transformers, maybe more than you. I yeah, that's a better perspective because me, I mean, I grew up with, I grew up with uh, Beast Wars. Oof, poor guy. Sorry. That's yeah. a terrible time. <laughs> First of all, you can put Optimus Prime in it. And someone on the programming staff decided to finally answer the question of what happens to his tractor trailer, the trailer part, when he transforms. <laughs> by just excluding it from the game. So when you're in car mode, you're not full Optimus Prime. You're just the front part of a truck. All right. So you've already pissed off your fans. Second of all, what was Peter Cullen doing that day that you recorded the voice lines for Optimus Prime? Peter Cullen. I'm not talking about Harrison Ford. Like, you could get Peter Cullen. You just call we him. Could get, we could get We Peter could Cullen. get, I think we could get Peter Cullen for three episodes for maybe a hot breakfast. I'm not saying he's poor. I'm just saying he's a nice guy who likes breakfast. And he's probably not too busy. Yeah. I think we should do that. I think we should call him on air next week. I'm not promising. <laughs> and then my third thing, I don't know anything about this fucking Armada bullshit, but... You can't have Starscream and Megatron and then Cyclonus because Cyclonus was built by Unicron when he, re, when he remade Megatron into Galvatron. It's a nerdy thing, I know, but it pisses me off. It pisses me off that Cyclonus is in this game. So what you're saying is that there is a major lore plot hole. It's all over the place. It's just all Damn. over the place. Um, and then, I mean, you're not, again, and then you don't even get Frank Welker for fucking Megatron. Frank Welker would, there are movies, if you look up Frank Welker's fucking IMDb, you will find movies where he did the noise of a dog. Frank Welker will do anything. And you couldn't get Frank Welker to play fucking Megatron in your game? What are you doing? What are you doing? I thought, I thought, uh, what's his name? Did the voice of Optimus Prime. Peter Cullen. Oh, then who, oh, was it the Agent Smith? Was he the voice of Megatron? Yeah, you know who took over when they couldn't get him the second movie? Frank fucking Welker. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's. I think it's Frank Welker imitating a guy who stole his part. So he's like <laughs> imitating uh, what's his name, uh, Elrond uh, or Agent uh, Agent Smith or oh Hugo Weaving. Uh, I would just like to uh, give an update. Uh, Frank Welker did take over for Hugo Weaving in the fourth movie. So even they knew that you don't fucking do Megatron without fucking Frank Welker. But Atari apparently can't be bothered. All right, so I'm done with my little rant, but I'm, it's still, I'm still pissed off. Yeah, so this game was clearly, I guess, marketed towards people only casually <laughs> invested in Transformers. 
and true super fans like Ian, not impressed. Not impressed. At all. Not in fucking uh, impressed. I guess, according to the Wikipedia page, it's explicitly non-canon, but... Clearly. <laughs> one shall stand, one shall fall. Why throw away your life so recklessly? That's a question you should ask yourself, Megatron. Okay. So now, let's see what the critics said let's. about Transformers. The game received generally favorable reviews, according to Metacritic. In fact, GameSpot named it the best PlayStation 2 game of May 2004. It must have been a fucking dry yeah, month. That is like in May of yeah, 2004. That's a bad Holy fucking month. Shit. Yeah. But I mean, it's got yeah, it's got a 75 on Metacritic. Uh EGM gave it a 7.67, which is a weird fucking rating. Yeah, they were always fucking weird with their fucking number, with their ratings. The decimal yeah. shit. GamePro gave it a three and a half stars. Okay. GameSpot, 7.8. PlayStation Magazine gave it three and a half stars. Entertainment Weekly gave it a B plus. Okay. That's where I go for my video game news. Is Entertainment there Weekly. was a time where they were doing that. They were like, hey, yeah, we'll get involved. Uh, the Times, the British daily newspaper, gave it, a, gave it four out of five stars. <laughs> they gave it a jolly good, <laughs> jolly good yeah. job, mate. All right. It is time. It is time to rate this game. I feel like at the beginning of this episode, I felt better about this game than I do now. Yeah, I agree with I that. I feel like I'm more angry about this game. So I'm going to try to get myself in the headspace of where I was when we started. And I'm going to say that this game, it's hard. It's hard. Sure. Because it's like, it's like I'm going to have to grade, grade it out uh, on a bigger scale because I can't do like an out of five because I... Three somehow feels too much. I agree with that. So I'm going to give this game six out of ten lowrider big rigs because for some reason Optimus Prime's like undercarriage is scraping the ground. Not bad. You're going six out of ten. I am going to go, I'm going to go four out of ten. Cesium salamis. No, beryllium balonies. Me, Grimlock, say you full of cesium salami. Beryllium baloney. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, it's, 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 I do not think of it as highly as you. It played fine. I had a lot of other problems. It was just, it was rote. That would be my don't, word for it. Don't, don't fucking be using them. Amen. $10 words on this fucking, podcast. It's fucking rote, man. You're just doing things to do them. You're just shoveling fuel. You just It's derivative. Yeah. Sure. It's uh it's pedestrian. Shallow. It's... Shallow and pedantic. Pedantic there is. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. We'll play better. Megatron must be stopped no matter the cost. You got the touch. All right, well, that was Transformers. More than meets the eye. 
Autobots, robots in disguise. I almost said Autobots, robots in disguise. No, it's just Transformers uh, from 2004. Apparently the best game of May 2004. <laughs> Why isn't it uh, Transformers robots who act like guys? I mean, they probably, if there was another verse, I'm sure they could have done it. Yeah. Yeah. Robots that who seems act like, like a guys. natural way to go. Yeah, but then you're... Transformers, robots, who are guys? Who are guys. See, that's actually much better. There we go. Turn into cars. Thanks, uh, everyone, for listening uh, to this podcast. You can find us on the social media. Sure. Uh, not Twitter, we're there somewhere. Uh, I don't remember the password, so we can't get into it. And I don't think we ever posted anything in the first place. No. But you can find us on Instagram, at DiscreetAirPod. That's where you can direct all your hate mail, your love mail, love uh, mail. comments about uh, how I have a speech impediment, comments about, <laughs> comments about how much you love the podcast or hate the podcast. And you can find me at Funeral Casual Games. And if you want to uh, debate me about Hot Rod slash Rodimus Prime, his time as Autobot leader and my, uh, my theory that he's the worst leader of anything ever, you can find me on Instagram at Ian Golden Games. If you want to get heated, 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 you can hit him up. Sure. Um, you can also find me on Whatnot at Funeral Casual. Uh, we are having another charity stream coming up in June. On June 4th, we're going to be uh, doing a charity stream for the Trevor Project, which uh, provides suicide prevention resources for LGBTQ teens, along with other mental health resources and it's going to be a good time just like the last one was so give us a follow there as well and we'll see you next time we'll see you then thanks for listening bada boom bada bing uh, i would have waited an eternity for this it's over prime